This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. We need to talk about interior decoration, Laura. I think that we should rename this podcast because you're an interior slag now. I am an interior slag, yeah. Love it. I get so excited. Anytime that you ever send me any photos or anything about your little revamp. I always worry I'm boring you. Are you joking? Are you I know. I'm, I'm like, oh, don't send it to Vic because she might get pissed off with you. Oh, hello. I've got I've got an actual interiors Instagram account, Laura. Remember yeah. my origins. I know. <laughs> I first started my, my Instagram roots. account. It was fucking cushions and sofas. <laughs> and DIY projects. Yeah, the proper projects. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited about your newfound love for it. Well, it's just, it's just quite nice to just go, fuck it. Yeah. That is a bright, vibrant colour and we're going for it. I know. Look, so liberating. Your pink dresser. Yeah. A suggestive dreams, mate. It's so lush. Those two cut that colour combination. But you helped me. You helped me get to that point. I of feel confidence. really proud of you because it's like that. So some people are really terrified of colour. They're just like, oh no, just do grey. I was like that. Like yeah. just grey. Grey goes over grey does go over everything. But that's a good thing with it. Yeah, but it's, it gets boring though. You don't yes. want to just have everything grey. Because too this is kind of what happened to us. And obviously Steve's like a fucking cock-flavoured lollipop when it comes to things like that. So I was like, oh, I just really want some like vibrant colours, Steve. And he was like, why? It just looks fine the way it is. And it's like, no, Steve, you boring cunt. We want something more exciting. Never ask for their opinion. No. Ever. Shit. Just Maybe tell them what's opinion. happening and yeah. then do it. Or get them to do it. I'm currently in the process of trying to rehome a tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Explain. (laughs) Well, I've always wanted a tortoise because I think they're fucking cool and they don't die. So you can be firmly attached to them for like 100 years. That's true. Do you not think it just looks like an old man's penis in a shell? I quite like that idea. (laughs) One walking around the house. But Steve (laughs) is nut into it he's like no laura i think it's a terrible idea and i'm like tip tap tappy too on my emails i'll accept that tortoise and steve's like what did i just fucking say (laughs) did you say yes (laughs) you know what they really smell they smell really weird mate don't i've been told that no this isn't like a terrapin it's a tortoise what's the difference aren't terrapins a bit more snappy Terrapins live in water. Tortoises just chill out in the back garden on your grass. What's attracting you to the tortoise exactly? I've always wanted one since I was a kid. Why? Where's that come from? Let's just go into this. It's like a therapy <laughs> session. Tell me about your tortoise Because I do, I don't like reptiles. I don't like lizards, spiders. I'm not interested in shit like that. I do love to look at them. So I'll quite happily go into a shop, not spiders. They can fuck off. But I do quite look at, like looking at them even though technically they should actually be in the natural habitat, but that's another story. Mate, I hate, I hate reptiles. They're disgusting. They are disgusting, but I think they're cool. Mm, I yeah, do. but I would never have one in my house. No, no. Maybe a tortoise. Tortoises are just so fucking cool. They just chill. I, I kind of do sort of slightly understand the appeal, but I'm still going with the fact that they look like an old man's penis in a shell. That is well, I it. just think if I was slightly less 
heading towards a massive heart attack before I'm 40 because of how much stress is just generally involved in my life. I could be a tortoise, but I'm very, very, very slow. Strong. I'm not <laughs> slow. Strong. That's the problem with me. Tortoises aren't. So I'm thinking if I if we get one, it might, it might you chill know, you out. Yeah, it might rejuvenate my stress systems. But isn't it um I thought stroking a pet was what did that like lowers your blood pressure and slows your heart down and all that shit i don't think you can strike a tortoise not it's frowned upon i think i think think you can we live next door to a guy whose tortoise used to fuck his shoe brilliant and he just used to leave his shoe in the back garden and you'd hear him going (laughs) 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 oh my god you actually look like the tortoise from creature comforts when you did that In fact, if you were a creature from Creature Comforts, you could be a tortoise, Laura. I think that, that see, that's why, that's why I'm destined to have one. I'm going to say to Steve, look at this face. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's why we need a tortoise. Anyway, Vic, we've not eaten the usual ramble. How are you? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm good. We haven't even said hello. We've just gone straight in with the interior chat. I was just about to tell you, and your face was absolutely amazed, that you can paint UPVC. Yeah. This is this is a huge, life-changing information, Laura, for Let's everyone. Read through this. What colour door am I going to go for? All of the podcast listeners will be like, what? Steve what? Might, might message you separately and say, can you please just stop? <laughs> stop you, enabling her. You... <laughs> Stop enabling her, yeah, because you are ruining my life. <laughs> oh, so you can either, you can prime it, you can buy a, P, a PVC primer so that the paint will stick to it, um, or you can buy now special UPVC paints. Oh, so my God, can you I get some cool my front colours? Door today. Yeah, what colour did you do? It's like a sage green. <gasps> oh, good Lord. Yeah, it's oh. very classy. It's very classy. I need to sit down, but I'm already sat down. <laughs> Oh my god! But I've done all my windows, haven't I? I've done all the windows Are in my house. Are you one hundred percent sure we're talking about the same kind of door? Because my oh my god, Laura, skanky yes. PVC door, exactly that. Like so frogly, unbelievable. Frogly, but we can't afford to change it because it costs. Um, no. Hello, it costs about fifteen hundred pounds to have a new door. I know. What the fuck? What is it made of? It's insane. It makes me so cross. So yeah, it's it's ugly plastic white UPVC. But what does it look like now? Does it look beautiful? It's lovely. Now? I'll send you a picture. Oh god. It's transformative. Oh Absolute my god. And can I change can I change paint. my uh, letterbox? Yes, I've done that too. Oh, oh. I know. I changed it to um a brass one. And um, it doesn't have I'm any like of the, the like, black plastic. Ones. Yeah, they've got black ones, but it doesn't oh, look plasticky. God. And I've changed the handle as well because mine is all <gasps> white. It's horrible. Have you got? A, can you take your door knocker off? I flipped my door knocker off, mate. We didn't have a door knocker. Okay, fine. You can just put your bumblebee straight onto that. Oh part. my god, Vic, stop! This is so exciting. Well, we got a doorbell, <laughs> right? Yeah, but you, you still you want the bumblebee That's, knocker? Because it's, nice. it's just it's, it's aesthetically pleasing. We're gonna have the same front door, aren't we? <laughs> just a hundred miles apart oh good god and it doesn't chip easy no because it's got uh, the upvc thing makes it i don't know what it is it must have like a special chemical thing in it but it makes yeah. the paint on top adhere to it oh, uh, but dulux dulux i can't say it dulux um, they sell a UPVC front door paint and I think they've got about 10 different colours, but they've got a green I'm in there. on the range tomorrow. Mate, Fuck off my kids, it. leave them in the house. Oh, can we talk about that? Oh, yes. So, um, yeah, how are you, Laura? <laughs> I've, well, to be honest with you, it's been a bit rocky because <laughs> I'm four days into the summer holidays. And quite honestly, Vic, I think obviously previous to that i i had a i actually had a full-blown mental breakdown i mean yeah. there's no denying that that was what happened yeah um so that sums up how much i enjoy 24 7 motherhood oh god i don't it doesn't it doesn't actually do me very well very good. well no it doesn't do me very <laughs> doesn't well doesn't do me very well doesn't funny enough motherhood doesn't suit me <laughs> i think i'm allergic to it so um, yeah, it's been a bit rocky. Um, I've had a couple of shit fit moments from the kids because they're trying to adjust. You don't send them to like summer school or anything like that. They wouldn't cope with it because they like, for instance, Toby went around his friend's house today, and it took me two hours to leave the house. 
oh, for wow. him to be there for an hour and a half and then oh, be brought back home. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Why have we got such sensitive kids? I really... I wonder whether it's just because of my <laughs> exceptional parenting that they are absolutely fucking terrified of life. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I. so this is my last year of not having to deal with summer holidays because Oliver starts school in September. Yeah, enjoy it. Soak it up, mate. Soak it up. Uh, I'm fucking dreading it. I don't understand how anybody does it. If we lived closer, we could just basically live in each Hang other's out. pockets for six I weeks. I fucking love that. Exactly. What I mean. but, then, but then we've got to work. Yeah, but we could work together. We could. I mean, we, we, oh. are, we are working together right now. Yeah. But yeah, I would, that would be amazing. I don't have, I hope, obviously I've not met any of the other mums from the school yet. Hopefully I'm a bit nervous friends. about that. I'm, I hope that I make <laughs> one friend. But the school holidays, fucking hell. I don't know how, I just, I'm really dreading it. Because even him starting in September, it's only six weeks and then there's a half term. Yeah. It's just impossible. And that's a whole fucking week. It's like they're always on some form of holiday. They're always at fucking home. It's like we're meant to be with, you know, when you think about like a lion, they, they drop kick them out. Like, right, you're fed, fuck off, go kill something and eat it. You're done. Maybe not lions. Maybe not lions. Some other animals, some animals. Some animals literally kick them out of the nest instantly. They're like, go, fuck off, yeah, I'm done with you. That's me. And we don't, we don't do that. But I genuinely think that there's, I am part, I don't know, sparrow or something. <laughs> part, half tortoise, half sparrow. Zero <laughs> percent human. Because, <laughs> you know, you hear of the people that homeschool their kids and if you listen, this right now and you you homeschool your children mate i've got so much respect for you i am not that fucking person no way i'm really not that person if the if nursery was available to me 24 hours a day seven days a week and i could afford it i'd fucking i'd pay for it you know sometimes i just want a nanny to come in and babysit so that steve and i can go on a date and nanny to come in and put the kids to bed when I can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to hear all the time. I just want to hear every so often and be like, oh, Sandra, babes, can you just pop in and watch the kids, but it not be Sandra, the 79-year-old lady that smokes 75 a day? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Nothing against is, that. Is exactly the woman that my mum left us with when uh, my mum and dad went out for <laughs> dates. You know, once my mum and dad went on a date and I broke my arm whilst they were on a date. <laughs> And um, this was before mobile phones. So I had to wait for an hour and a half <gasps> for them to come home. Oh, with my this, God. Like, Rupee arm. Mate, it looked That's insane. That's so 80s. It's so 80s. And the poor girl that was babysitting us was only 16. Yeah, that's, that's intense. She lost her shit. Well, uh, my brother and sister were responsible for babysitting me. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, of course, because it's the big age gap. Yeah, so Dave tied me to the Hoover once with the Hoover table. <laughs> yeah, he got me to eat a spoonful of cocoa powder. That's big brother antics for you. They're such cunts. <sighs> Love siblings. It was actually my sister that broke my arm as well. Oh, well, that explains a lot. When you have a sibling, you can see how it happens. So actually, I need to tell you something, Vic, because I've just remembered. I'm not sure if it was last week when we spoke about the poo being shoved down the sink or was it the week before it was i think i fuck knows fuck knows could have been yesterday yeah okay so but there's been an uh, somebody has actually written in about this and said <laughs> hello love the last episode just been listening and thought i'd let you know aussies actually have a name for putting poo down the shower drain it's called waffle stomper <laughs> <laughs> We moved to Australia three years ago, and when I found out this, I tried to come home, but COVID happened. <laughs> I've said I tried it myself. <laughs> I love the fact, I mean, there must be a common occurrence in Australia that if they've actually oh. got a fucking name for it. Someone else also uh, has emailed us to say that blowing cocaine up someone's ass is called boofing. Uh, I will boof you. Do you fancy a boofing? But she said, yeah, um, as someone that is an avid uh, ex-drug taker. Her wow, words, um, she's been boofed. She's boofed a lot because she said, like like we said, it bypasses the guts um, and you feel it immediately because it goes straight into your bloodstream. But she said it absolutely ruins your ass. Yes, this is what I've heard. You just... 
you end up with a you know so you're on the toilet for two days basically huge or um, incredibly increased rectum i imagine <laughs> <Big> so <time. laughs> yeah debbie harry's rectum is probably a right loosey goosey yeah. absolutely massive yeah, yeah, i don't, I don't fancy there. it i mean what are we gonna block there laura a bit of paracetamol crushed <laughs> a really good idea for pain relief though when you're like in absolutely horrific pain just crush it up get a straw out steve beef it oh. up there beef <laughs> beef beef your uncle beef 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 you'll be right it's raining no time um oh my god i take so many vitamins just thinking about and you know what every, I take every single night that i take them I nearly throw up. I gag. Why? Because there's so many of them and they're big. Yeah. The other day, an evening primrose, which I'm sure we all agree, are unnecessarily mahoosive. Why are they I so think fucking big, man? Big vitamins are. It's the same with uh, cod liver oil. I don't take cod yeah, liver oil, I but they're that. fucking huge. Yeah. So those two, I take that and even primrose, a so double whammy. But that got stuck in my throat, like um, that way, widthways. Could feel it oh, like esophagus for ages. That hurts as well. It's fucking well hurt. And I was talking like that. I was like, no, I can't get it down. Really, <laughs> really hurt. It was awful. Fucking tablets. But we I don't mean, even that's do anything. just real first world problems, isn't it? My, it's very London actually. It's very London. My evening primrose got stuck in my throat, and I couldn't talk for two hours because <laughs> it made my throat sore. I'll just beef them up there. Just get them all in the light. Rock and don't even crush them. Just beef them up. <laughs> I think there's about ten. I think I take ten vitamins, different vitamins. Oh yeah. So you you do that for your hormones, don't you? I do. Yeah. It's um. It, it has helped. You know, the last two months I felt a lot less mental. Someone recommended B six. So the two new things that I've been taking for the last two months because I try not to do everything all at the same time because otherwise you never know what's working. Yeah. But that and Agnes cactus are the two things that I've been using now for two months and this this period because i'm a period now it's been totally different like emotionally and tired wise i felt so much better than i have for I a know long somebody time. who said that she had the most horrific fatigue and she's had it effectively all of her life and she's never been tested for anything because it was just like i think you don't when you don't know any different and she said that she was b6 deficient and she's been having injections and she said oh my god it's changed my life yeah it's like some that was just someone on instagram and i was talking about it so obviously i immediately bought it and um yeah it's really made a difference like me <laughs> impulsive as fuck fix it um it's definitely worked I've got a bit of a dry throat today, Laura. Yeah, I'm <clears> thirsty, <throat> thrushy. It's because I can feel. I don't know um, why thirsty thrushy goes. <laughs> I've got a thr- I've got minge throat. Um, <laughs> I can you feel are- like I'm going to get a funny. You know, like you can. I've had a bit of a sore throat last. You know what days, that so. is? What's that? It's, it's that fucking tablet, mate. <laughs> Probably is. The repercussions of the evening primrose. I'm never taking it ever again. No, I am. Never take it ever again. I can't not take it because then I just think, oh my God, everything's the world's going to end if I don't take my evening primrose oil. (laughs) The joys of living with anxiety. Um, Have you got any icebreakers? Yeah. I'm not sure if I believe her. She totally forgot to get an icebreaker. Uh, don't worry i'll be able to rifle one up okay i don't know if i'm gonna be this it feels like a tongue twister okay would you rather be able to see a fart but it not smell or smell your fart but it be the most horrendous smell ever so if you were out in public and you'd fart they'd see it but they wouldn't be able to smell it but then it would be like a you know a purple puff of air but does is anyone else has anyone else got this issue? Like, are they? Is everyone just pumping and little poofs are coming out, or is it just me? I'm gonna remind you again, Vic. This is all made up. So actually, it can be whatever you want it to be. You're taking the fun you out really of the game. You struggle with this, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you really struggle. I need to know the rules. You see, so like, the rules. The rules it are changes. Everything. Lo- well, who would optionally go for a purple fart coming out of their bum? But if everyone's doing it, it doesn't matter, does it? If you're the only one doing it, then you're a spectacle. Well, it would. I, I'd, I'd have a real issue with it because obviously I would never want to have the purple pump. I mean, listen, I fart in public all the time. I constantly. don't. Do you not? No. I mean, I, I went f- for a wild wee yesterday, and I was fucking terrified. Oh my god, I do wild wees. All the time. It was right outside someone's back gate and I thought, don't open the gate. Just my <laughs> fucking luck. 
I've got to go and get a whole sieve. A whole oh, oh, Let me just. Jesus, it's that bad. Me. Yeah, it's like it's really Bring us a whole. <laughs> My little butler. Um, can I find the whole sauce? Only if he's got his bare bottom out. He's got a big. He's got a big boil on it at the moment, Laura. Has he? Yeah, he told me has about it. it. Has it been like, squeezed? It's going to be for you later. I'm like, oh, that's sexy, isn't it? Oh my god, I'd love that. I know, I do love a spot. We, I love Percy's spot so much. So do I. Steve hates it. It's really cross with me. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Rob doesn't mind. He'll be like, oh, I've got a big juicy one for you. Oh, I'd love that. Steve, as in Steve, I think has a phobia. Do you hurt him? Yeah. <laughs> I hurt him so badly. I squeeze so hard. Yeah, I do. Steve's like, how do you make it hurt so fucking much? I'm like, I gave birth to your children. Take it. That's what <laughs> I motherfucker. <laughs> I've got one. You're right. Thank God for that. old sock. Oh, my God. Actually, you know what? We is, Have we done the icebreaker? What did you want? If everyone else has got farts popping out and you can see him, I'm down with it. I'll it would just be a purple one. hue. I don't know why I've gone with purple. Mate, you need to put that to the side of your cheek, love. <laughs> it's going to come flying out when I'm <laughs> laughing. I can feel it. Uh, it's all lubed up from saliva. I think I would. Oh, I'd really struggle. So obviously I'm a socially anxious rectum sufferer anyway. But yet you don't fight in public. Fight? <laughs> it's the whole super... <laughs> Fart. Would you say fart? Uh, no. Well, no. Never. Not even like in Sainsbury's when you really need one. There's no one around. No, Steve would. Steve's got no issues. Like he says he steps on a frog, and I find that infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> it will be anywhere, and it's like I actually want to punch you in the face saying that. I do it all the time. I was outside my the front of my house just cleaning my windows and just did a massive fart, and then was like, oh my god, I'm in the street. Where I live, that people where can your, see where and hear me. Where is your line? <laughs> I think I've got I'm one. Unacceptable. So I, I farted in the conservatory with the doors and windows open and I went into the... And it was proper loud, like I was crouched down. So, you know, when your rectum's like proper stretched out. Mm. And it came out and it was like... <laughs> and I walked into the garden and my neighbour was literally stood not right there listening into my fart. But I was like, oh, he heard that. At what point are you like... Boys farted. I know. Like, it's too late. Like, it's too late. Do you acknowledge it or just let it go? I just let it go. I fight in my back garden all the time, and the neighbours are hundred percent out there. The thing is, for me, like my neighbours see me naked all the time. So I walk through the living room with my thong and bra. A thong. <laughs> Fuck am I kidding? Fucking <laughs> Wear a thong. If I, I've got a pair of pants that are incredibly comfortable they're like a, there's a multi-pack of them that steve got for me and they are a little bit up the ass but not fully up the ass in fact i'm wearing a pair if you want me to show you i love that that's so romantic steve bought me a pack of multi-packs a multi-pack so sexy <laughs> not fully up the ass on your hair shop um and i'll walk through into the conservatory i'll grab something wander back through so my neighbors they see that they might not hear, so maybe I am a seer. Mm. Seer of the farter. Seer, yeah. What's worse, being seen naked or a stranger hearing you fart? What would you find more embarrassing? Stranger hearing me fart. Wow, God, that's so says so much about me and you, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> says so much about how fucked up I am. Being seen naked, <laughs> then let out a fucking fart. That really surprises me. It makes me laugh. Kind of makes me love you more, and- weirdly. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do you know like I wouldn't go to the school run naked I wouldn't take to my my kids to the park naked but being dressed in a bikini or in underwear or something like that and then someone seeing me would not bother me at all yeah that's all right because you've got clothes on but we're talking about naked yeah full-on fanny out but I feel like as soon as I think of that I think of my children and then it's like, no, I can't do that because of them. Well, you can't fart in front of someone. No, the no, gym. I can't be fully naked. So I think it makes me uncomfortable because I know that it would make them uncomfortable. Does that make sense? So fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'll, I'll fart. That's, it's so long-winded. I feel like this is like a therapy session, not just to do with tortoises, but how I'd fart. I think being able to fart is a sign of being quite secure, I would say. Yeah, and not but not being happily naked, that's not being secure. 
because that's deranged. <laughs> it's totally and utterly deranged. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. I'm on hall Suva number two now. I, I could hear that you uh, popped another locket in. Mate, I'm going for it. All right, so Laura. Yes. Have you heard? No, I haven't. Of spectrophilia. I feel like that is like a sexual deviance of some description because the philia reminds me of necrophilia. Mm-hmm. So which... I think philias are definitely related to sex, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so this... Spectral. Sounds like a bum thing. <laughs> Does it? It's like I think spectrum, which then makes me think of spectrum. Spectrum is part of your nose, I think. So I don't know why that makes <laughs> oh, me yeah. think of a bum. What's that little bit there? I can't yeah. remember what that's called, that thing. I know what you're talking about. No, it is. Spectrophilia is both a phenomenon and a fetish. It simply means... That you are sexually attracted to ghosts or spirits. Wait, what? How can you be sexually attracted to the air? To something that doesn't, like, how can you be sexually attracted to something that doesn't actually exist? So then maybe this is the question. Do ghosts exist? I thought you'd quite like this. You're quite into your supernatural shit, aren't you? Well, yeah, because I believe in that. But I can't say that, you know, uh, I've ever witnessed a ghost enter me for me to feel <laughs> sexually uh, encountered by one or, or or have ever encountered one myself. I haven't. So I, I don't know how to fall in love with one, I guess, is the, is the biggest thing for me. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. So how? Well, well why do you believe in them if you haven't seen one? Because I just love anything that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know why. You said, well, what were you going to continue well, because on that I've, story? I've had experiences where I felt freaked out. Like I was walking through a grave. We always walk through this graveyard to, to the park. Right. It was daytime. I was on my own. And I glanced down, down the, the graveyard and it's quite big. And there was a little girl... And I know this is going to sound mental because you're like, I'm 100% on board with this and you need to ease <laughs> off the acid. But there was a little girl that looked like she was peering over a tombstone and I was, but it was quite far away. And I did a double take. I was like, what the fuck was that? And I thought, fucking hell, that really did look like a little girl. And I looked around, there was nobody there. And I went down because I genuinely was like, I, is there a kid here? And the bit that I had seen her was actually... Like all kids' graves. What were what, what was she wearing? I couldn't see her because she was hiding behind a tombstone. So I so could just see just her head. face. Just like a tight, yeah, like a young girl with like bobbed hair and a fringe. Actually looked a lot like me as a kid. <laughs> maybe you travel back in time. And yeah, maybe it was you. Maybe by that gravestone. So have you ever had? I'm guessing from your awkward long silence, you've never in. You don't believe in any of it, even though you look as white as a fucking ghost right now. I mean, that's the irony of this situation, isn't it? And also, Casper the cunt is of the ghost variety. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think I. I used to be terrified of things like that. And I mean, like that as a little anxious child. Um, I mean, obviously, I wasn't thinking about oh, sex is sex. Ghost is going to come out of sex. Me, no. I wasn't thinking that as a child. No, but, um, I had we had one really weird thing happen when I was a kid. Because um, I, I never slept, I was an insomniac, and mm-hmm. um, at the, I'd made this mobile out of co- you know coat hangers and some fucking bits of shitty paper, and I put it at the end of my bed, and it was hanging, and it just started spinning. Oh, I know. This is the only. This is the only really weird. Mate, like, that is a hundred percent on the list of poltergeist. Things. Yeah, it was fucking terrifying, and it was yeah. just spinning really, 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 really fast. Like, oh not like, my god, not like a breeze had hit it. It was like literally, and and uh, I was so terrified, but I managed to get out of my bed and go to my mum's room. Was your was your sister at the bottom of the bed? Yeah, basically, just going, like, spinning you, it around, bitch, flicking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break your arm when mum dead the well. Um and. Uh, my my mom my my dad wasn't there he because he's away working a lot when I was little but it was just my mom and she was like awake 
but it was the middle of the night. I was like, what's going on? And her lights had just suddenly <gasps> all turned on at the same fucking time. Does she still live in that house now? Yeah, they still live there. So Fuck that 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 was pretty scary. But I, I then, as an adult, no, like I'm a real cynic, aren't I? And yeah, I know. But sometimes, you know, when you're like, mm, I don't believe in, I don't know, bird shitting out pips, and then you see a bird literally shit out a pip. Sometimes you have to just go. I might be a cynic, but that actually proves me wrong. Yeah, I'm, but then I did a lot of, uh, I told you about my weird photography days of penetrating. Yeah, yeah you penetrated the, <laughs> I penetrated spiritual the spiritualist world. community yeah. um, as an undercover photographer. Anyway, <clears throat> I did a lot of research about the supernatural as part of my degree. And um, uh, I, I, I just read so much about it from a very scientific point of view. It's all odd things like there's sound frequencies and temperature shifts but it's not it's not a, it's not spirits it's just literally environmental factors that well, that's just so what you is. know i think it's spirit <laughs> but my question is would you have sex with a spirit no why not it's, it feels like an impossible question <laughs> to have been asked on the spot for me to be thought of through an answer i mean i can't um, believe you've never thought about this Laura. Just, just because generally speaking i do believe that patrick swayze in ghosts that you know i i just unless it was swayze you would do it for swayze would there need to be a pottery wheel involved absolutely of course (laughs) and i'd have to be demi Moore. yeah so i've had a couple of really fucking weird experiences but never a ghost trying to penetrate you but i've never had a ghost penetrate no um so lots of celebrities have said that they've had sexual experiences (laughs) with um ghosts you want to hear they need to lay off the fucking crack (laughs) he's claimed to have um tossed off Fucking ghost Is Jared Leto one of them? I feel like Jared Leto might be one of them Well, Lucy Liu Okay I don't know why That surprises me I don't know, I found that surprising I was like, what? Um, so she said This is this She she said um, that she had a sexual encounter with a ghost While trying to nap on her futon Some sort of spirit came down from God knows where And made love to me, said the actress <laughs> Wasn't that just a, where she just dreamt she was having sex and then orgasm? <laughs> Maybe, I wish she just had an orgasm in a seat It was sheer bliss, I felt everything, I climaxed And then he floated away It was almost like what might have happened to Mary <laughs> Maybe she was impregnated by Jesus Mate, I, I think that maybe she's mental Dan Aykroyd <laughs> He was fucking in Ghostbusters I mean, the come irony. on <laughs> There's a scene in Ghostbusters when he gets given a blowjob by a ghost, isn't there? 100% not Ghostbusters I've watched, mate. (laughs) (laughs) What version is this? I'm watching a gif now and the ghost is undoing his pants and then it disappears. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't doesn't get a blowjob. Jesus. No, this is what he said. He said he engaged in a bit of light foreplay. (laughs) But how? If they're they're ethereal, right? There's no substance. Are you fingering the air? (laughs) Trying to find their A spot. (laughs) Fingering the air. Is it there? Is it there? Is it there? Is it there? Um, Yeah, wouldn't that be weird? And then if if it's the other way around and like it's a man ghost and he's trying to penetrate whoever, like you know, how does that work? Because there's no. I think I really, I really hope that someone listening to this podcast is able to enlighten us with a story of their own where they were maybe penetrated by a ghost. (laughs) What was it like? Oh my god, maybe that's what happened to me, and that's why my vagina turned white. (laughs) Maybe like the whole struck by lightning thing. I've just seen a ghost, and your vagina went. No, I literally was penetrated by a ghost and it, it, the, the it left its cosmic goo on your. <laughs> it is just cosmic goo. Your skin me. is a little memento. <laughs> With its ghost boner. <laughs> um, and then I don't know who this is, but apparently she's a big singer called Keisha or Kesha. I don't know. She wrote oh, a song about Keisha, it. Keisha, Kesha, yeah. Um, don't stop, make it right. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of pop music, so she's written a song that's called Supernatural, and that was inspired by having sexy time with a ghost. Sorry, Steve just like crept in and then crept straight back out again. You know, you're like you are allowed to sort of correspond, Steve. It's not. Are you sure it just wasn't the ghost of Steve? <laughs> Maybe it was the ghost of Steve. <laughs> he was seeing if it was time to be penetrated or not. And then, funny enough, someone else that was on a. Uh, 
another it's in another film that's about paranormal shit natasha belsick of paranormal activity which i haven't seen that oh that film is horrifying is it Oh, it's horrifying. I can't, I mean, I can't watch anything like that. Like, I can't it, watch it, ghost it films. It is fucking horrifying. Oh, God, please. I won't watch it. Uh, and then Again. Katy Perry. Katy Perry as well. She's a little... I don't know why that doesn't fiddle. surprise me with Katy. Yeah. So there you I go. I feel like Kate is in tune with her spirituality. That time it, that she that sat it. on an elephant with uh, Russell Brand. Brand. I think <laughs> that's when she might have been interrogated by ghosts. Ghosted. Yeah, ghosted. <laughs> Oh, don't, because that's exactly how their relationship ended, wasn't it? Mm, that's true, yeah. Awkward. There you go. All started oh, on that okay. elephant. Shall we move on to some stories? Go. After 20 years, I'm ready to confess and reveal my shit shame. Yes. Ooh. Another poo story. Uh, in my early 20s, I was working in London with a PR company. Most night we stayed late and would quite often get a few bottles of wine in the office before heading to a luxury freebie galore event i lived out of town so often used to crash on a work colleague's sofa after a boozy event one night my work friend let me have a double bed while she slept in her spare room when i woke in the am i was in complete confusion and mortification <laughs> i had done a spud from train spotting and fully shat liquid white wine cow pat all <gasps> over her white double bed it was vile <laughs> really really vile oh my god i couldn't believe how much of a pool of complete shit i'd woken up to how had so much of this future poo escaped from my ass and even worse in my sleep? In complete panic, I stuffed the sheets and all evidence in a bag and explained to my colleague that I'd come on and that would take the sheets home and return them when clean. She insisted it was not necessary and to put them in the washing machine. I fought adamantly back that I would wash them. In fact, I insisted that my mum would sort them out in case they were stained. I was so embarrassed. After about 15 minutes of pure resistance, my colleague finally backed down and we left the house, making our way to the office on the tube. It was summer. Usually a bad enough experience when not hungover, but here I was sweating and carrying a wine stench bag of shitty sheets <laughs> in intense heat on public transport. I wanted to curl up and cry. On arrival to the office, I realised I hadn't thought this through. I had to have the bag next to me by the front desk for the entire day <laughs> fuck my like effectively a bin bag of shit oh my god shit the sheets oh that's mortifying i mean it's bad enough if it was your own bed but you have quite it's quite liquidy it's so, liquidy. so i'm thinking there would have been seepage 100 mate like unless you had and if, she's not, and if she's not waking up doing it she's obviously been in it for a while unless that person had like protective sleep time we shed a shower <laughs> She 100% must have done. I would have taken the sheets in the shower with me and give them a bit of a rinse off. I know, but how bad would that have been? Why are you taking my <laughs> double bed sheets into the shower with you? <laughs> like, how, how could you expect the conversation? How, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, why are those sheets so wet? Oh, um, I, like, I like to shower on oh, sheets or something I do. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god! I just I can't. And the smell. I'm. I mean, I'm a real shuffler in my sleep. I move around loads. I would have spread that like marmite oh, on toast. Jeez, Louise. Um, I have to confess that I got very drunk at the weekend. Um, because we went to I a heard. wedding and had no children yeah. with us, and it was it was spectacular fun. But it's delightful. Oh my god! The next day, Laura. Um, so we got home We got home really early as well We got home at like half ten That we'd been drinking solidly Champagne from like 4pm And uh, yeah Edith woke up at six So it was just like Immediately bang That's it You're parenting now Rob was flagging Like he was just thrown up Every five seconds At one point Oh shit pushed Edith out of the way <laughs> She wanted the way. I was like, Daddy, go to the toilet with me. And he actually pushed her out of the way to get to the toilet to be sick. So he was like, spew. Okay, this is not this is not good. This but bad. what happened uh was that I was in the bathroom and saw that the shower head thing had been like wrapped around the taps. I was like, that's weird. Why has mom done that? Took it off, very quickly found out why she'd done it because the fucking taps were broken and was just like ejaculating water really really fast out of the bathroom like the actual bath tap 
And you're like, Trish, did you not think to fucking tell me that? Oh, she didn't even, she was like, I didn't even see you when you got home. You just went immediately upstairs and Rob was in the kitchen with his hand, with his head on his hands against the cabinet, swaying from left to right. She was like, I forgot to tell him. So I was just like, oh my God, he's so drunk. You are not okay. <laughs> anyway, so we had to call out the emergency plumber, but he was in the bathroom for an hour and a half, like changing it. And oh my God, I needed to do a shit so badly. Did you get the bead of sweat across your brow? I was, I was sweating so much. And I, it got to the point where I actually contemplated getting a plastic bag I was Mate, shitting about. I was almost there. I had it in my hands. I was going to go in the yeah. garden and I was trying to find the spot where no one would be able to sit me in the garden to release the innards of my hungover bowels. And I was so close to doing it, but just, I was like, I, don't, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't, I'm going to have to suck it Just so up. you know, that that doesn't even remotely get close to <laughs> shitting in your mate's no. double bed and then trying to take the sheets home because you said you're such a period. No. It, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Almost contemplating, thinking about maybe doing a shit in a bag in your back garden is not on the same level as shit. In I the do. The, yeah, I've not. I've never shat in anyone's bed. That's never happened. I've wet a stranger. I've told that story about when I went in the bed with the stranger. Yeah, yeah. I did shit my pants. I mean, I've shat my pants loads of times, but I wasn't. It wasn't from being too drunk. Um, it was. It was after having a couple of drinks, but I was compass mentis. But I had then went on to have like some sort of food poisoning thing and um I shat my knickers but it was like it came out like it was like cream out of a can like a spray can was it almost like that hot shot you get in Costa Coffee on the top of a of a, a latte right. it but it was like it was like comedy poo coming out and then it filled my knickers in a comedy way it was like i had a like mr whole bum of just like poo cream but literally my, it made my knicker knickers like billow out <laughs> and i couldn't stop it i i had no thing to control at all it was like oh my god it's in my knickers but i was almost at the toilet it was yeah that wasn't a good moment. i mean I've, I've i've had lots of loose bowel moments where i've nearly shit myself but i've got a story probably for every day of my life with one of those i've got multiple nearly shit myself stories what would you do if you were in that scenario what would you do with the sheets i would have done what she did or i i, I just yeah but i i think we as we know i have verbal diarrhea so I don't think I would be very good at saying, oh, I started my period. I think, especially if they were pushing it too hard, I'd be like, oh my God, look, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Please let me just take the sheets. I want to clean them. I'm going to buy you new ones. I won't even give you new ones back. I just really want to leave right now so that I don't have to go with this one. That's what I would do. If it was you that was on the receiving end of the shit sheets, what would you do? What would your reaction be? I'd be very hospitable. But in inwardly, would you be like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to have to get a new mattress? No, annoyingly, I am that person that's like, it's all right. It's totally natural. We're not going to worry about it. I'm not judging you. I don't want you to ju- be judged. You're okay. You want to save space. If you want to shit on the sheets again, <laughs> you shit on them again. Don't worry about it. That's what I would, it's just like this internal monologue of trying to make other people yeah, feel okay. Yeah, but then okay. you'd be straight on setting up a WhatsApp group just going, oh my God, you won't believe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I would fucking tell. Everyone, I'm like, you will never guess who shit my bed. With stuff like that, I can't keep those things secret, never. No, I think that's kind of why we do this podcast, isn't it? Because it's like catharsis. We have the filthiest, (laughs) nastiest. We're we're allowed to talk about shitting ourselves with no shame. We've all been there, babe. Yeah, we've all been there, definitely. Just not there, (laughs) not actually there, (laughs) but nearly. Just not nearly there. there. Okay, I have an agony aunt. Agony aunt? I have an agony aunt question for you. Is it normal to have a sex drive but not want to have sex with your husband? We argue about it all the bloody time. Feels like a never-ending battle and he can get really nasty because of it. Because no matter how sour things get, I just can't bring myself to have sex with him anymore. Quite happy to have a cheeky play alone, but not interested in the close uh, in being close to him anymore. Is this normal or is this something bigger what do you think Vic over to you I don't know I feel like she shouldn't be with him 
That's my instinct. But then you're like, can you just write, come out and say that? Do you know what I mean? From my personal point of view, I can definitely go through periods of time where I'm like, I don't want to have sex with you. I'm not into you. I would much rather sort myself out and you can fuck off. But from a closeness point of view... We still hug, we still kiss, we still hold hands. So we still have intimacy. In ways, yeah. But in a different way. And I think if you're completely cutting off that intimacy and you feel, it, or I'm almost reading like she's yeah. repulsed. And she says she doesn't want that closeness. She doesn't want closeness anymore to him. Yeah. Then that's, I'd say, definitely indicating that there's a bigger issue. I think a lot of people get into a situation with sex where one partner wants more than the other and it starts to create friction because I think so many people see having sex as an indicator of a healthy relationship don't they yeah definitely so if that changes and you want it less or you don't want it at all then to the other person then that's going to be to them like he's probably getting angry because he is almost like um a bit offended yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. It could definitely be like an ego thing, like in the nicest way I can say it. His ego's being bruised because he's like, "What don't? Why don't you want yeah, to?" Yeah, exactly. And he'll be—he probably it? feels quite threatened by that as well. And when people feel threatened or offended, or whatever, they can just get angry <clears throat> and not deal with it in the best way because obviously that's just—I think that's just how some people deal with it, isn't it? Uh, I suppose yeah. she's got to ask the question: Is forget about the sex? But between the two of them, is there still enough there in their relationship beyond the sexual side of it that she wants to be with him? And has the sex thing now just become such an issue that it's... It's like the elephant in the room, but actually the elephant in the room isn't going to do the sex sex. or something else. It's much deeper. You know what I'm going to say, Laura? Therapy! Therapy! (laughs) Any couples therapy, man. But, you know, I think that's like the thing, isn't it? Can you stop fucking coughing? No, man, I've got my last whole soup. I'm just going to have one more go. Luckily, we're on two separate channels, so I can cut out the sucking and the coughing. We're on two separate channels. (laughs) Um, I was only joking, by the way, cough away. Um, I, I also think that if, like, the thought of even trying to fix it is like oh I don't want to that that feels like that's your inner monologue being like it's that's warning signs to me that actually uh, there maybe you don't want to fix it in some ways I feel like she's probably already knows the answer to all of what we're saying but just maybe need someone else to voice it. Sometimes we all want a little bit of reassurance, don't we? Like, oh, you're getting this right, or yeah, this is normal to feel, or actually, I, the, for me, that's kind of not normally what I want is for someone to be like, oh, that's mm. normal. Invariably, people never say that whatever I'm feeling is normal. So, <laughs> <laughs> half my problem. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess the advice is that take a long haired look internally and listen to what she actually wants but if she feels that there's any hope of you know rekindling that side of their relationship then then you've got to go to therapy that's it it feels such like it feels like such a major thing doesn't it to especially when you're married to be like i don't want to be married mm-hmm. anymore it's because it's the the reality of facing up to I'm not in love with you anymore or I don't want to be married to you anymore it has a much bigger knock-on effect than I just basically want to masturbate for the rest of my life and never have sex with you yeah I mean that's the thing is is, does she does she want to have sex with other people or is she just like another good question and she's fine with that and she doesn't want any intimacy with anybody or is it just specifically him because obviously, if she is feeling like she wants to have sex with other people, then maybe she's just, yeah, at the end of that relationship. I don't really know that we can answer that, can we? That's a, a tricky don't one. don't know enough about the intricacies of their relationship. Um, but, but from my own personal experience, for me, when my lust or my desire whether those two things, I think those two things are different actually. 
probably my yeah. desire. When my desire has gone for my partner, then that's always symbolised the beginning of the end of that relationship for me. Yeah. In, in all of my relationships just, that I've just, had. Just to, just to confirm though, Vic is only one person. So if you are the person that wrote this in and you're now sobbing because you're like, oh, <laughs> God, it's the end. It also might, not, also be. might not be. So <laughs> let's, let's not completely annihilate someone's hope and dreams and marriage. It's, it's so hard to, to answer these a lot of times. Well, this is like an episode of Jeremy Carl. It could just all go tits up. But it's it? also because we're, we're going to give advice based on our experiences, aren't we? So totally. That's why people ask. But as yeah, as someone that's been through quite a few relationships that have been long term ones, yeah. and have always it's always it's always ended the same way. All my relationships have ended the same yeah. way. But that's not everyone's experience, so you know. But maybe that's because you're just so in tune with yourself and your desires <laughs> and your vagina <laughs> and your carpal tunnel. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention. I've got my, no. um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Michael Jackson glove. I feel like you're like Beyonce. Yeah, um, I, uh, 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 that would have been much more politically correct. I have carpal tunnel syndrome, everybody. Oh my God, if only I could put a ring on these big fat swollen tingly fingers. <laughs> it's the fact that you're not bending them. It makes it look like a mannequin. Oh, no. And they've hand. been like perfectly manicured too. <laughs> if you like it, like something you just... it's so funny because Rob was actually listening to Michael Jackson earlier and I came in and I was like I was going to say something and I've totally forgotten because you're uh, I distracted you with my your, sexy hand your black glove has really thrown me <laughs> I think it might be time to round I do, up I, I, do, I do too it's been another wonderful week of absolutely Have fucking random chat I feel like this week's been so random. My mind is still blown by Lucy Lou. Who would have thunk it? Please keep sending in all your hilarious stories yeah. and your agony aunts. We've yeah. been quite agony aunt heavy, haven't we? We'll try and do some. We more have stories, been. I think they? maybe we'll, next week we'll go a little bit more yeah. story. And um, they are fantastic. Um, but still send your agony aunts in because even if we don't read them out next week, we will endeavour to. We'll put them, them in the white bank for later. later. Well, we'll put them in the wank bank. We'll store them. So you can find us on our Instagram page where we will very rarely do anything. Uh, uh, and you can find us at No Holes Barred Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can send us DMs because obviously we've totally changed the rules on what we do. Uh, and where else can they send us stories? And you can also email us at noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, please. Oh, and rate and subscribe. She's going to say it. So not Laura said it for me this week. Thanks, Laura. Got oh, involved. Gosh, sure. We've got it. We've got it in there. We've got it in there. Um, uh, so I guess until the next time. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, Slags. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.